let's chat about the somatic symptoms of mental health. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and I have generalized anxiety disorder. I'm here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. Today's episode is no different. We are going to chat about the way your body reacts to your mental health. Are you ready? Let's do this. I feel like I should just preface this episode by saying, I am not a doctor. I am not a medical professional. I am a mental health therapist. And so if you're having physical symptoms, don't just take my word for it and be like, oh, that's my mental health. You may need to go in and speak with your doctor. So that being said, now we can jump into what are somatic symptoms and why is this happening to me? And I'm, I'm going to give you just a basic overview and we're going to talk about the most common symptoms for anxiety and depression when it comes to your body and some ways to cope. You've heard before that being stressed out can reduce your immune system, right? Weaken it, lower it. It can cause high blood pressure, um, all kinds of things, essentially. And your mental health is no different. When you're having a lot of mental health symptoms, when you're very anxious or depressed or have experienced a lot of trauma, your body is exerting or releasing more stress hormones than usual. And when those stress hormones react with various parts of your body, you have physical symptoms because of it. So for example, I am someone who has had a long history of digestive issues. So it's funny because earlier this summer, when I um, discovered I was having a gluten intolerance, uh, which I'm still in the process of getting tested for to figure out if that is what it is. Um, But I was like, oh shit, I'm just anxious every day because I'm so used to um, feeling anxious and then running to the bathroom, if you know what I mean. So things I'm talking about is like stomach cramping, um, diarrhea, feeling like you need to like empty your bladder often, anything, you know, where you get those not good butterflies, like when you're about to give a presentation in front of the class and you feel like, oh shit, like I need to go to the bathroom right now. It's because your body is anxious or stressed out and those stress hormones are reacting with what's going on in your gut and makes you have to go to the bathroom. So that's a real thing. That's not just happening to you. Um, It also causes things like headaches, right? Tension headaches, stress headaches. Those all can be things related to your mental health as well. Even things like dizziness, shortness of breath. If you feel like an elephant is standing on your chest. If your body feels heavy. If you get dizzy and lightheaded. Literally, you guys, all of these things can be caused by your mental health. 
So that's why I preface this episode by saying, you know, go to your doctor if you're having these symptoms because you do need to rule out other physical health concerns, right? But a lot of the time we're popping Advil or, you know, um, soaking in a tub, which could be helpful, but we're trying to like fix it really quickly. And my goal always is to not put a bandaid over our issues, but to get to the root of why this is even happening in the first place. Okay. Because when I started healing my anxiety, guess what? I started healing my digestion. When I started healing my anxiety, I started healing my back pain. I was carrying so much tension in my back that I couldn't sleep at night because I was so uncomfortable and miserable and I was laying on heating pads and popping Advil and you know and I had no clue how much it was correlated to the state of my mental health. So I just want to present another uh possibility to you all about you know paying attention to what's going on in your body because it might not be a physical health issue it might be more related to your mental health than you even realized. And this is not by any means an exhaustive list. Like these are the only somatic symptoms. There's sweating, tension, stomach aches, headaches, jaw pain, um, hives, uh, back pain. I mean, you, you name it. There's a lot. And so as we're talking about ways to cope, you really have to play around with some things because chances are what works for one person is not going to work for another. But let me tell you this, what I thought I needed to do to heal some of these somatic symptoms and what actually helped were two very different things. For the longest time, and if you've been here for a while and we're friends on social media, uh, you would have seen that I overused exercise like that was my pretty much one and only coping skill that I was just like that's just got to be the answer you know that has to be the thing that helps because I don't know what else to do and so I was exercising every single day for about three years as you know that was my number one outlet before I even went to therapy before I started creating coaching programs that Y'all, I do my coaching programs too. Like when I launch something, it's because I've already done it and found it helpful and effective as always. But I didn't realize how much my mindset and the way I speak to myself and the way I think were impacting these physical symptoms. I thought, and I I still do promote movement because I do think that everybody needs to have this kind of safe space to move through some big emotions and do so on a daily basis. Uh, But it is not a cure-all, right? And so if you have a great exercise routine and you love it and you're like, I'm crushing it, but you're still anxious or depressed and having a hard time, You're not going to exercise your way out of your mental illness. It's not the only thing. Is it helpful? Absolutely. Right? But we have to start talking about what's going on with our thoughts. So in therapy, I use a technique called CBT. 
cognitive behavioral therapy. And I use trauma-focused CBT. And so what we end up doing is in figuring out how your thoughts and feelings impact your behaviors. Okay. So the way you think and feel impacts your actions. And we have to get to your thoughts and feelings and teach you how to think in a different way, challenge and reframe your thoughts so that we can make space to feel big emotions and not do things like act on impulse or try to numb ourselves out. So you guys hear me talking about that a lot, but that's the behavior. You're numbing yourself out because of your thoughts and feelings, right? So we need to also consider on top of movement. That would be one thing that I would highly recommend. It's a great way to move feelings and stress through your body. Absolutely. First thing. Second, we need to think about how your thoughts and feelings are impacting your behaviors in other ways. So how else are you numbing out and avoiding? And oftentimes it's alcohol and drug. And because it's a it's a quick fix, you know, it's just like popping for Advil rather than questioning why you even have a headache in the first place. You're like, well, I have a headache, therefore I take Advil. Okay, great. Awesome. Love that. It helps in the short term, but you're just going to get that headache right back because you didn't get to the core of why you even had a headache. And I'm not talking about people who have chronic migraines and shit like that's different. Okay. But if you're like, I have a tension headache, so I know what helps and that's Advil without even stopping to think like, how's my sleep been? How is my water intake been? Um, how, what's my stress level at right now? Right. And exploring that. So I want us to always be questioning like what's going on with me? Why is this symptom happening before we just go to what we know fixes it temporarily? Let's stop putting a band-aid over it and let's start getting curious about why we're experiencing these symptoms in the first place. So the next time you go see your therapist or your doctor even or talk with your coach, I want you to bring up how you physically are experiencing your mental health symptoms. Like pay attention when you start to feel anxious or depressed, what happens? Does your heart rate increase? Are your palms getting sweaty? Do you start to feel dizzy? Is there an instant headache? Are you nauseous? Right? Like even throwing up is a very common symptom of anxiety. So get curious about it. And then let's go into problem solving mode. Let's start figuring out how we can actually solve this at its core rather than just figure out how we're going to deal with it, how we're going to cope with it for today. Let's let's think more long-term plan. Okay. We're going to start a new movement regimen. We're going to uh, change up our nutrition maybe. Uh, for I say that because for me, for the longest time, I didn't realize that sugars were causing me to have increased anxiety, that the sugar rush was mimicking a panic attack, you know, symptoms of a panic attack, increased heart rate, shallow breathing, uh, burst of energy, right? So all things that we need to consider. Then I want you to really come to terms with this idea that 
we have to take it beyond just our physical body and into our minds too and the way that we think. So this is something you could work on with a coach or a therapist or your doctor of adapting how we think so that our body stops releasing all of this extra stress hormones that's causing us these different physical ailments. If you are someone who has a lot of somatic symptoms, I would so love and appreciate if you could share this because this is one of the things that is not talked about enough in relation to mental health. It goes a long way and it means the absolute world to me. I love our time together and I can't wait to see you right back here in the next episode.